नमस्ते दिस प्रेयर ऑफ जनवरी फिफ्थ नाइनटीन फोर्टीन इट्स ऑलमोस्ट दे आर टूगेदर जनवरी फोर्थ एंड जनवरी फिफ्थ सो दे इज ए ऑलमोस्ट ए कंटिन्यूएशन ऑफ दिस स्टेट इन जनवरी फोर्थ प्रेयर वी हैव द स्टेट ऑफ टोटल बींग सराउंडेड बाई मेटीरियलिस्टिक थाट द टाइड ऑफ मेटीरियल थाट अबाउट ऑल द मेटीरियल लिटल थिंग्स विच वी फील सो मच जॉय फॉर स्ट्रेंज रीजन इन ऑक्यूपाइड विद एंड इवेंचुअली द लीडर्स टायर्ड एंड फिटिंग now what happens when one lives in that state after a while so she describes that state it goes still further i have been sitting since a long time before this blank page unable to make up my mind to write all in me being so mediocre without value or savor hopelessly commonplace so she has entered that state it's a state of tamas she is describing but in that state true inspiration doesn't come so she is experiencing this she is showing us the way by the way she had no need to enter into this she has experienced all the highest possible states before coming here but she has entered into nature and even in the those states which are completely dark common place in that complete material state often people have this uh, difficulty and they complain inspiration doesn't come this doesn't happen naturally because we are surrounded by that state of consciousness we have to shift the needle of consciousness then only we will once again recover it it's there all the time it's like the divine presence people often say uh, finding the divine but the divine presence is always there what is needed is to remove this covering now if you are in material thought then the covering is very dense so there are times when we just don't feel inspired shurbindo once writes to one of his disciples who was going through a state of depression for months and he says i myself had to go through it at one point of time for 6 months at a stretch i just couldn't write anything so you know we don't realize what an exceptional grace that we can continue to function all because of the grace otherwise such a difficult task when one encounters these states of consciousness but because they have done it experienced it worked it out for us so it becomes very easy so she speaks about the blank page this is not the blank page where she says that my consciousness is completely surrendered in a there is a beautiful blank page like a, a state of nirvanic silence here it's not that tamas can mimic the nirvanic silence just as the vital can mimic the true joy so this is the state in which he has plunged where everything appears mediocre without value or savor hopelessly commonplace not a single idea in my head not one feeling in my heart a complete indifference towards everything and an insurmountable dullness this indifference is not the yogic indifference which moves towards equality yogic indifference is a very conscious process whereas this indifference is simply because one is in the material consciousness it is the kind of people who become insensitive to everything they cannot love they cannot think much because they have allowed themselves to be submerged in this state why it has come about one has to really look into oneself that why this has come about but this is the frightening state in which most human beings live and those who start practicing taking up the path of yoga have to be very conscious repeatedly this thing comes up and uh, very conscious of the company they keep 
the mother uses this word and she has said there are people who have lost completely they had they were full of promise and possibility but because of this they sunk down and even when you keep a company what do you really speak about one may have even between sadhaks the discussion may be all on either politics or on you know uh, what's happening in the uh, today was discussing ha huh, about corona what is happening there is this true is that true what happened to vaccine what happened so after 5 uh, minutes i said see i don't know i am not interested in all this so as a doctor i, sh- I am supposed to know no that's not my goal my goal goal should be clear that's our goal our goal is not here to fight corona or know when the vaccine is coming out which government is taking over all right you may feel happy for a moment you know you certain things which are in line with the new consciousness you feel happy about it but to be preoccupied and absorbed with these things is what takes us away sometimes about relatives people discuss they can discuss all for god knows hours about neighbors gossip column so what is the purpose of all this ultimately it only dulls the aspiration but here she is not because of all these things because she is universalized she is absorbing these states into herself it is the difference between somebody drinking poison thinking it is amrit and shiva drinking poison because he knows it is poison and it will be harmful to the world so we must understand that the mother is consciously entering these states knowing what it is and she has taken it just as shiva takes poison the sign is that she knows she is fully conscious what is happening we just say oh i am just feeling dull today i don't know i don't have love in my heart every heart has love <laughs> it is impossible oh i don't know i don't get such thoughts how do you get such thoughts everybody can open to these wing thoughts descending from the luminous realms so one has to look inside it is either something within oneself or in the environment and she says the two which are one and the same so she says that uh, this is the state she is experiencing she has entered into that state and she uses the word insurmountable dullness how can such a condition be of any use i am a veritable zero in the world this zero is not the zero of the <laughs> zero sign of the supreme where you have gone beyond the entire realm of nature it is not the unknowable in which you know one has entered where everything becomes blank and zero because it's a luminous blank this is a dark blank so every spiritual experience can be mimicked by the vital and the physical one must know that the tamas can give a complete feeling of indifference so there are people who can mix you know rice and uh, rasgulla and karela and eat together they say that i am in equality shubhendra said this is not equality equality is not a dull indifference to differences it doesn't mean blurring of all distinctions it, equality doesn't mean i am meeting all men equally from the you know the worst kind of criminal to this that and i am embracing them because all are human beings that's not equality you can do it as shiva but be sure you are shiva otherwise you will land up straight away into a soup so this is where she is speaking of this that i am veritable zero in the world for the rest all that has no importance but now look at the attitude she takes she says maybe at one point mother says in in the agenda much later on she says maybe how does it matter whether this body or some other body is destined for this um, change can we imagine all this she is doing same thing with shurbindo 
He renounced the realization in his own body to hasten the realization in the collectivity. She says, how does it matter whether it is what state I am experiencing? What matters to me is the divine will should be work in the world. Should be fulfilled in the world. And that she has the assurance it will be. For the rest, all that has no importance. And provided thy work is accomplished, thy manifestation takes place and the earth becomes more and more thy harmonious and fruitful kingdom. It matters little whether I accomplish the work or not. This reminds me of a small little anecdote. Very recently, somebody, just some discussion was going on. So, you see, normally we want to be the first supramental specimen, isn't it? Oh, here is great sadhak, huh? So, it would be advanced sadhak. But a thought had come, which I'm just sharing. I said, how about being the last man in? So, what is the last man in? You don't jump into that bandwagon of the elite, but you stay back, keep helping, keep pushing, till the last person you say, now you are in. And then when it is like God says, look, it's going to be time up, half a second more, you jump inside, or rather you are pulled inside. It's such a beautiful experience. I remember one uh, movie, Cocoon, where uh, these beings from higher worlds have come, of course, they show spaceship and all, Steven Spielberg, usual stuff. And they have got uh, amazing ways to make uh, the body instantly heal by fingers of light. But they are wearing a human body to conceal themselves. Otherwise, nobody will relate. They will run away thinking they are ghosts. So, they have brought some eggs which they need to hatch, uh, which will create a new species on earth. So, they hide it in a swimming pool which looks abandoned. It was abandoned. But one day, three... Old people want to take a bath and they say, let's go to that abandoned swimming pool. But now these eggs are beginning to little bit hatch. So they feel that touch and they start feeling extremely young. So they are so energetic and then what do they do? What do people do when they have extra energy? They just throw it and waste it. So they start, you know, partying and this and that and then these beings know it. So they, they know that earth is not ready. They must come back. Because they actually end up breaking it. They realize that there is something inside it. So they want to go back. It's a very um, interesting story. So they are in a spaceship. Then they say, we can't take many. But those who are ready, some can come. So, you know, there are people who want to go. But they, are, they don't know what it will be like. And they are wondering what they have to leave behind. But there is one child maybe in 12, 13 years and says, last minute when they are about to leave and he says, I want to be in. And the child runs and runs and he's picked in and he enters and goes to higher domains. This is a science fiction movie. But there is some truth in it that this supramental force will work for a certain time, maybe a few hundred years. And human beings are given their utmost chance to make a choice. But a time will come when there will be a collapse, like, you know, emergence of a new species. So, it's important to understand this, that there is this great ship which is here. But look at the profound idea that mother brings in. One is that I want to be the first one, I want to be the first one. Elite. But the other is that the last man in. That how does it matter whether I am there or not, but at least the world will be saved. This thought itself, that the divine will will manifest. Whether it is in me, X, Y, Z, 
How does it matter? Somebody will get in, somebody will change, will be transformed and that is something wonderful. Uh, same thing with Jyoti Priya when she asked mother that, you know, some people tell me that, you know, all this is not mother's work, you should live in the ashram and just stay quiet, not speak and all that. She asked the mother, she says, my child, if everybody takes this attitude, who will do my work? And you have come for work, don't listen to these people. Then she gives an example, she says, yes, if you concentrate only on your own development, it is a narrow but a faster path. She says that. Because then you are not concerned with anything around you. But the road you have chosen is a wider and more difficult path, but a more complete path. That is how she ends. It is a wider, more difficult path, but in the end it's a more complete path. Because it's not something very exclusive and only for me. And that is precisely what Shirobindra and the mother did. Two instances when the ashram is yet to be formed and she says, we were thinking whether we should go ahead and realize and then think about the rest of the world. But instinctively the choice was made and people began to gather and we took it that we have to carry the world together. So they sacrifice that individual evolution. Same thing we see with Sri later on. And we see the same thing with the mother. So every time we see Second World War, when people came looking for shelter, she entertained the children and this she says it brought in truckload of difficulties. Because children meant, well, you don't expect them to do sadhana. And children meant parents, children meant teachers. Neither of them are uh, doing yoga. Many of them have come, they have heard of Shurabindo, they know Pondicherry is the safest place. So they just came. And she says, the Second World War brought us a gift. It left a little package of little sprouts at our place, doorstep. That is how the school started. So what to do? She said, okay, doesn't matter. Now we have this package, we'll take it. She said, it meant making things very difficult. That is one of the reasons. You can imagine that Shobindu's strategic sacrifice. If you see her evening talks and towards 57, 58, because it, naturally it's a mass of humanity which came in. She says, we have taken some problems prematurely, which we may have taken after 30 years. But it also means now that the whole yoga will be much more complete. Otherwise, she says, initially in the early days of the ashram, before the children came in, the rules were very strict. There was nothing like family life. You had to renounce it to live in the ashram. And even when families came, because both had an aspiration, they didn't live like families. But later on, everything changed because she took that problem of humanity. So she is saying it doesn't matter, at least somebody will, your will will be done. If not in me, in someone. Look at the uh, sacrifice, the state, even in that state. She is only thinking this world should be saved, this earth should be saved. She is not thinking about herself. And this is what we learn from her, this ability to sacrifice. And provided thy work is accomplished, thy manifestation takes place and the earth becomes more and more thy harmonious and fruitful kingdom, it matters little whether I accomplish the work or not. What a difference from an attitude that I will take the flag and be the flag bearer of mother's work. I will do mother's work. I am the spearhead of mother's work. All ego. Vanity, not even ego. <laughs> ego is bad. Vanity is worse. And the mother would say, I, I can do my work without you. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> if you are 
able to do something of my work, it is because I have allowed you to do it. So the heart should be full of humility and gratitude. Here, the Divine Mother with all her realizations, see, how does it matter whether I accomplish it or not? Your work should be done. That I should aspire for. That Ma, your work should be done in this world, this earth, in humanity. That's all that is required. And as it is sure that it will be done, I should have no reason to trouble myself even if I felt so disposed. You see, its equivalent is, you know, how great spiritual stuff is made up of. Its equivalent is Baji Prabhu, when Tanaji Malsure and, you know, he is, and Baji, they have a discussion, he is going to die. But he is not bothered that he is going to die. He can save himself. He is bothered, tell me if Shivaji is in the sight or not. And then as he is falling, somebody tells him, I hear the trumpets and I see the dust and Shivaji is nearby. Then he is like, okay, it doesn't matter, sacrifice the body. So he knows that he will fall and yet by his fall, he paves the way for victory. Look at Abhimanyu, he didn't survive to enjoy the kingdom. But he paved the way to victory. This is the stuff of which real spiritual life is formed of. Not that I had wonderful experience, I can meditate for five hours, six hours. All this is little value in the eyes of the divine. Okay, fine, good. Good for you. But someone who is ready to sacrifice even one's own realization, but aspire that may your will manifest in the world. That's something so wonderful. And as it is sure that it will be done, I should have no reason to trouble myself even if I felt so disposed. From the depths up to the outermost surface, all this, my being is but a little dust. It is only natural that it should be scattered to the winds without leaving a trace. Today we say, Ma, 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 Ma. This is the path. So there is a story about Krishna Prem, we know when, you know, Roland Nixon, so he came. Mother is, was very happy with his bhakti for his guru. He was a British uh, mathematician. He was named Krishna Prem by his guru, Yashodama, whose husband had given to the mother a very poor translation of the Bhagavad Gita, Gyanendra <laughs> Chakravarti. So his wife was a guru. So... He just accepted her master and once he accepted, he was like whatever she says. And mother was so happy with his Guru Bhakti. She said, this is what is required and missing. <laughs> that Sri said in this yoga. Because everybody wants to be intellectual and to be among those who are intellectual discussion. Sri said that this is missing in the ashram. But then he says because it's a modern ashram and he has taken the difficulties of the modern age. But nevertheless, you have this story that when Krishna Prem's friend came after a few years, that let me see what is he doing. He joined some ashram, it seems. He was a brilliant man, must be giving some big stuff. So he sees Krishna Prem is taking care of the kitchen. So he looks at him and says, What? You think you are going to realize God by doing this? And Krishna Prem says, Well, I don't know about that, but those who have gone before me have gone this way. They have gone through this way, this way of service, this way of dedication, this way of surrender. This not to say we should not draw a conclusion that that means the other kind. No, the idea is that state of utter humility. To know that one is dust and to know that still even if it doesn't happen in you, it will happen upon 
on this world one day this earth will become beautiful just think about it for one moment and see what a joy fills the heart just to know that one day the earth will be transformed it doesn't matter 10000 years it's okay one day it will be it doesn't matter me or who else someone some people and that's what fills the being with joy so even in this state what surrender what faith what aspirations he displays and hence this something worth remembering and emulating I'll read this prayer january 5th 1914 i have been sitting since a long time before this blank page unable to make up my mind to write all in me being so mediocre all in my in my being seems so mediocre without value or savor hopelessly commonplace sometimes we feel like that it's not that we are that it is that state of consciousness which one has to go through but a, not a single idea in my head not one feeling in my heart a complete indifference towards everything and an insurmountable dullness so most people will say oh that means i am unfit for yoga i am useless i am a bad guy divine has abandoned me discarded me <laughs> people used to ask like this i am useless and she would say no 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 it's not true and but this state can lead to that how can such a condition be of any use i am a veritable zero in the world worst of the worst in terms of the state of consciousness not worst in terms of evil see not speaking of that evil is evil we should not equate this state with wickedness evil it's none of those things she's experiencing the physical consciousness where you feel completely dull everything goes clouded away not for a moment should we think that it means okay if i am evil that also is some divine grace and i am experiencing something <laughs> evil is evil but the way is the same to keep on looking at it sincerely put your effort and keep offering but here is that state in which she is uh, caught up for the rest all that has no importance and provided thy work is accomplished thy manifestation takes place and the earth becomes more and more thy harmonious and fruitful kingdom it matters little whether i accomplish the work or not this is true surrender complete vast surrender and as it is sure that it will be done i should have no reason to trouble myself even if i felt so disposed so we can use that story of hari where two one gyan yogi and bhakti yogi are meditating and gyan yogi is told that after three lives you will get the realization and he is very unhappy and the bhakta is told well see the leaves on the tree yes maybe hundreds maybe after those many lives you will get realization and he dances so take the story one level further and he is told well because you are doing so much bhakti for the lord after so many years the world will become a better place about you i don't know <laughs> the lord didn't say anything and then the bhakta dances with joy oh this world will become a better place the lord will express he will make it its home how does it matter whether i'll realize or not realize so look at that state in which he enters from the depths up to the outermost surface all this my being is but a little dust it is only natural that it should be scattered to the winds without leaving a trace so even if i fall and die 
even if all goes into dust let this dust sanctify and make this earth and the soil a richer place a place more worthy which will call the divine advent here upon earth so this is the wonderful remedy always to aspire have faith in whatever condition we may be always to surrender to nestle in our arms always to keep hope if even if for oneself one feels nothing can happen then aspire for the world and the divine victory in the world namaste